The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. The story is of an almana, a woman that her husband died. And throughout Shiva, as we all know it, what happens throughout Shiva, different people come and they tell stories of the deceased and it's a very comforting feeling for one sitting Shiva. And this woman and her children are sitting there hearing such incredible stories about her husband. He was a carpenter. And he would fix tables, but people would say, oh, they'd bring him everything. And he would fix it. And he would say, yeah, pay me tomorrow, pay me next week. And of course, they never paid. And that was just his way of allowing them to not pay. And stories, how he always overextended himself. Well, people would come just to talk to him. And people would come and he would even lend them money. And a very comforting week of Shiva. But Shiva ended and guess what? There were lots of bills. Because her husband was a tzaddik. Her husband didn't make anyone pay, but there's one problem. Problem is, how is she going to pay all the bills? And she had nowhere to turn because no one ever assumed that she needed anything. Why not? Because her husband always was giving. So if someone's always giving, you assume she doesn't need anything. And month after month goes on and no one's coming to her help and she is destroyed. And the whole first year of Shiva was an incredibly difficult year for her. And the year ends and as is the custom on the art site, she goes to the cavern. She goes to the cavern and she's crying and she's davening with her children. She tells her children, I need a moment. And she sits there and she pleads with her husband in Shemayim and she says, please, I'm hearing all these incredible stories, but you have to help us. I can't, I can't pay the bills. And as every good story goes, as she turns around, there's a man standing there, a well-dressed man. And the man says, is this the grave of so-and-so? And she says, yes. He says, oh, great. I'm coming to light a candle at his she says, may I ask who you are? And the man says, how are you related to this man? She says, it was my husband. The man says, I must tell you, I knew your husband for 10 minutes and it changed my life. And he proceeds to explain how a year prior, he was diagnosed with a terrible illness and he was in the hospital, destroyed. And he says, this woman, I'm not Shemar Shabbos. I haven't davened in 67 years. I'm a, I was approaching my 80th birthday. I hadn't davened since I was 13. And I decided, I got this terrible news. I'm going to go and I'm going to dive in. So I found the shul in the hospital. And I walk in there and it's silent. No one's there. But then I hear from the front. I hear by the paraiches. I hear someone talking. So I listen. And there's a Jew standing there. And his head is buried in the paraiches. And he's sitting there and he's crying. And he's saying, Hashem, I just want to say thank you. You've given me this incredible illness, which is killing me. But I'm so grateful now for the fact I could talk and I could breathe. And the man proceeds to list every faculty that now that he's so sick and about to die, he has come to appreciate. And this man, this well-dressed man who's telling the Almana says, I'm standing there listening, blown away as the man is conversing with his father, with Hashem, thanking him how he doesn't care about the petty life anymore. And this conversation that this man had with Hashem ended. And the man says, I wanted to go over that man, but I couldn't bring up the courage. But I saw him get into the elevator and go to the third floor. And my room was also on the third floor in the hospital. So I went up to the third floor and I tried to bring up the courage, but I couldn't do it. And every day, I wanted to go over to that man and talk to him, but I couldn't get the courage to go talk to him. A week later, I finally built up the courage. And I went to his room and I asked the nurse, where's the man that's here? The nurse said, who? And he said, the man that's in this room, I need to talk to him. And the nurse with a tear in your eye said, he was just nifter this morning. So this man turns to Almana and says, 
I knew your husband for 10 minutes, but he changed my life. I've come to have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with Hashem. I started davening again. I don't have much time to live, but I'm slowly coming to appreciate everything that I have. And with that, he says goodbye to Amman and he lights the candle. And the mana goes home and again, feels very comforted, still no money. And as every good story ends, a year later, when this woman goes back to Davin again at her husband's kever, she comes back home and she receives a registered piece of mail, a piece of mail made out to her name, a whole long legal document. But the letter says, just skip to number 14. That's what's relevant to you. And she skips to 14 and it says, there's $4 million that's been left for your four children from this man who is just Nifter. With a little note, our husband changed her life. I felt this story was very apropos because we're talking so much about how we thank Hashem in the right ways. How we're coming to appreciate everything Hashem does for us. We're learning about Rina, about Shira, about singing, about thanks. But as we spoke about tonight, why do we want the base of Mikdash? Because we want that relationship. And none of us should ever have to come to the moment, come to the time of a terrible illness to realize how much we need Hashem, we have Hashem in our lives. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.